2: 301-230-0980. Talking Wizards deal with Rui Hachimura. Chris brought up an excellent point. Chris says he's angry if they give away Kuzma too in this trade uh, deadline area, getting rid of both of them. But the problem in the NBA is, and this is why you, yeah. you have a hard time in some cities getting forward, okay? I mean, it's taken a, a team like Sacramento for years. Mm-hmm to come back and be relevant after Weber and Shaq and uh, made a tour through there for a, 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 at least a little bit of time. Certainly Weber. Your your counterpoint is, is, is more than fair.
3: I said what I said. Your counterpoint is if Kyle Kuzma comes to you in the next week or so and says, hey, man, I want out. Like, sorry, it's just not working for whatever reason. If you're Tommy Shepard, you could take it like, you know, and play poker face and say, well, I'll do my best and not really make a call and and call his bluff and see what happens as a free agent this offseason. You could do that. And then you could still do a sign and trade, I guess, right? But if you call his bluff and he was really serious about it, you're going to have some acrimonious type situations going on, and he might not be willing to do a sign and trade with you. He might not be willing to do that first. Now, maybe he will. I don't know. My point being is, if Kyle Kuzma is still undecided, if Kyle Kuzma is still in a a, a mental state that Rui clearly wasn't, the best thing for the uh, Wizards to do now is to get Kyle Kuzma somehow taken care of in a good spot and, yes, to build around Kuzma, Porzingis, and Beal, yeah, but the, yes, the question that has been better. Though, but
2: again, option you are going to have so much asset tied to those three. What does it do to it? Then makes you even have to draft that much better because you yes. need cheap talent. Well, they've
3: got it know? though. They've got it in in Kispert and and for now, Avdia and and Johnny Davis. And I mean, they've got three guys there that they need to consistently get better. Not to develop. They're developing. They need them to get consistently better in whatever roles Wes and Tommy want them to be.
2: But, again, I don't care how many times we feed them jump shots in the gym. If they can't go out in a game and do it, Chris, that's the problem right now.
3: I'm with you, Pete. But you know what? The other answer is, again – to go to, to let Kuzma go, whether it be sign and trade, whether it be just as a free agent to hope that Porzingis doesn't elect his player option and therefore becomes a free agent and you lose him either again, a sign and trade. And I don't even know all the rules. The, the NBA rules suck. Um, You you know, but I think, you know, I I think if they're your own player, right. with, With all the different exceptions, you can do a sign and trade type thing. I mean, that would be the only option is if you said Beal, Porzingis, and Kuzma, we're going to let you all go and we're going to do sign-in trades and we're going to pick up 30 draft picks over the next 15 years and we're going to get six well, or seven stars. Think about it
2: too, though. I mean, think about this. Uh, you know, there's an argument in pro sports about pro sports is the one entity where certainly you can't choose your employment. In other words, coming out of college, right? You get drafted by the team that chooses you. Right. So you you either have to report there or sign there, or you 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 don't play. Okay. You and I, at any time, if there's a job opening, if there's a roster opening at any other sports station in the country, we can we can go apply for that mm-hmm. job pretty much, you know, I mean, pretty much without, you know, hey, right. I'm I, boss, I'm looking to go to Cleveland. I'm going right. to I'm going I'm going to go apply for that job. Yeah. Okay? NBA player NBA players are the ones that really have the most power to be able to force their way out of their current situation
3: mm-hmm.
2: to another club. Well,
3: that's cuz we've and, given the players too
2: much power. And, and they and they've almost they've almost and they can almost pick that yeah. team right. to a certain extent. Right. Now, I don't know if Kuzma wants to go to the Pistons no. as a native of Flint. You know, played at Rise Academy in Philadelphia. You know, I'm sure he'd love to play for the Sixers, have the fourth best NBA record right now. Now, they tanked for a couple of years and got Joel Embiid to build around, and they're finally, after all of that consternation, and the people that were responsible for that aren't even there anymore, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, finally seeing some fruits uh, of that labor. But this this is one of the issues why middling teams who don't draft incredibly well and get lucky that those players turn into superstars. This is what happens to you. Anytime you get a a player, I mean, Beal Beals become the exception rather than the rule. He wanted to stay here. So they gave him what he qualified for $250 million. You know, you'd love to be able to pair him with Kuzma, for the next few years. but
3: I, I, I want don't. Kuzma, Beal, and Porzingis. And I want them somehow to stay healthy. And I want Johnny Davis to be better than, uh, obviously, G League quality. Uh, and I want... Good luck with that. Uh, and I I want Kispert to be a 15-point-per-game score. I mean, this is, you know... Th- th- I, listen, I, I know what I'm asking for might be a pipe dream, but it is better than the... Hit the blow up button, hit the reset button, and win nine games a year for three years. All right, let's go to line. Let's
2: go to line one. Dean's in Gaithersburg. What's up, Dean? What's up, Dean?
4: Chris Webber. We've had Larry Hughes at this time, at this bonus. We had Gilbert Arenas. We've had uh, uh, Richard Hamilton. We've had uh, Ben Wallace. Um, any any name you name is it, 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 it's ridiculous. What what we've been doing over the last twenty years. The Gonzaga guys are stick guys. They're not. They're not supposed to be superstars in the NBA. They're, they're guys that can, can get in the formation, get in a five a five uh, a five man set, and run plays. Any play that you any play that you throw a Gonzaga guy. The biggest <laughs> problem is is that they continue to have young guys, 19 year old guys. Again, this is the AAU effect. This is those guys that get a silver spoon in their mouth their whole life. These are the guys that have been, been, been six foot tall in first grade, sixth, sixth grade, third grade. When they get to be professionals, it gets even harder to try to train them guys and teach those guys different things. The best guys that we ever had that, that, that worked together as a team was John Wall, man. John Wall helped every single person, including himself. You've already said it. The jump shot was not John Wall's thing. John Wall knew that because he plays basketball. He loves basketball. That's what got his family out of everything. Same thing with with Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill and John Wall kind of was comparison and going at the same level. They kept getting hurt. They kept getting, uh, uh, you know, missing tons of games. Uh, one wanted to be a scorer, then the other one didn't want to score. Both of them played excellent defense at one point in time. I'm telling you, it's John. Wall, John Wall is the savior for this team. There's no, there's no other player that I've seen over the last thirty, forty years, other than maybe Gilbert Arenas. But you see, the Gilbert Arenas thing, it kind of, it kind of got loosened because he's, he's a West Coast guy, and, and you know. Uh, this area with Georgetown at that time, and Georgetown in that area and, and that time was the best single place you could be in in the world for these young guys. These young guys, again, like I said, if they if they get strong coaching, it'll be it'll be better. Strong coaching, it'll be better. But other than that, man, it, it's going to be hard for the wizards to do anything. Right. But they don't need to be be retarded like 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 come oh, on, but, on. Uh, don't use
2: that term, Dean. I appreciate the call. Um, look, there's only so many Eric bolsters. Yeah. Mike Budenholzers. Yeah. Um, And
3: people think these guys fall off of trees. Like, great coaches, you know, that have this amazing pedigree that squeeze a lot of blood out of the rock. You know, like, I grew up a Knicks fan uh, growing up, you know, on Eastern Long Island, right? Like, Jeff Van Gundy was this just, like, nubber-looking dude who just grinded and got a lot out of guys Uh, He certainly didn't look the part like Eric Spolster does, but anybody that seemingly comes out of the Pat Riley family and, you know, like, like they seem to get the most out of guys. Not every coach has that ability, but more importantly, just like I say in football all the time, Pete, you got to not only want to be coached, but then you've got to be able, as you've said a couple of times already this morning, take what you're learning in the gym and on the practice court and apply it to the game situations and a lot of guys can't do it well, consistently and
2: sometimes sometimes there are some pros who are not coachable absolutely the great thing about michael jordan was michael jordan was incredibly coachable <sighs> yes i mean because michael jordan michael jordan had one thing and one thing only in mind yeah and that was dominating his opponent each yeah. and every night that they toss the ball. Up. I think a younger
3: Tom Brady was also very much like that. You know, 100%. I'm, I'm sure he's, you know, change. real quickly, 12th man on Twitter uh, was listening. Uh, he says, if you like consistently well-played basketball, the Wizards are unwatchable. This is due in part to the, the they fail at drafting players, which we've talked about. No sign that this is changing. Um, whenever the commanders get sold, there's at least hope for them, which means there's no hope for the Wizards. I. Maybe I'm Pollyanna. No, but it, I I I do see situa- hope for the Wizards.
2: I I it's not great, but I do see hope. But their situation is like many others, like them, that have consistently always hung around that eight to eleven mark in their conference. You're not bad enough to get a difference maker unless you're like Milwaukee and Giannis falls into your lap at fourteen. You know, you're just good enough to entertain a few, win a, home, win a few home games, steal a game every now and then on the road. But in the end, you're looking up and going, oh, we're 20-26. and 26. I mean, it's like, you know, same thing. You know, Brad, Brad's hamstring allows him to play a couple games, then it flares up right. again. I mean, that, and now Porzingis, who's knocked on, knocked on wood, has been able to stay healthy most of the season. Now he's got the ankle sprain that sidelines, sidelines him for over a week now. Maybe I mean, they
3: should have made the Donovan Mitchell deal.
2: Which we talked. about. Well, they, tried.
3: they tried. They, they were tried. They tried. But
2: I mean, just you wasn't know, wasn't good enough. wasn't a good enough deal. Let's go to line five. Mark in Landover Hills. What's up,
5: Mark? Good morning, Pete. Good morning, Chris. Hey, Mark. I'm doing fine, sir. And I need to apologize to you, gentlemen, because I did not wish you top of the day, and I'm sorry I let <laughs> you down, Pete.
2: <laughs> you, were, you didn't let us down. I was just like, man, that it was like a minor upset. You know, if you had Mark saying "top of the morning to you" at minus one twenty, you know you lost.
3: <laughs> Warner yeah. Wolf style. You know, you know what that. You know what that isn't, Mark. It's fine. It's not yeah. fine as a frog hair or whatever that statement that you came up with last
5: week. Sir, but like yeah. I told you guys that day, Chris, you really hit hit a, hit a hit a nerve with me. And uh, sorry to let you guys down, it's but okay. hey, I think you guys were totally correct with what you've been saying about the bullets, but. I think that they overall, P- Pedro's right, that since the 70s, they have probably been one of the worst teams in the NBA as far as who they have drafted and how it's paid off for them, uh, for whatever reason. But the two that you forgot to mention, and I don't know what Bob Ferry was doing in Fosworth on those nights, but it must have been something good because, man, you don't take Kenny Green over the mailman. Oh. And I love Muggsy. But no way, guys. No way. And that overall is going to hurt a team for a long time. Think about how long Carl played. You, you know, and like you said, Pedro, with 15 people on your roster, it's much more imperative that you take the hits when you can get them.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, true. True. I mean, that that look. If you if you have the image of a franchise that's winning and that people want to play at, it helps attract other good players that then maintains your franchise going forward and that that you you want it to be a destination place and right now unfortunately too many players are seeing it as a place to to get out of and try to go somewhere else playing that's, right,
5: that's right appreciate you Mark. Look, up, Bobby Dandridge look how that worked out Pete just because of what you were talking about
2: yeah no doubt that was the example of a good Bob Ferry deal let's go to line six Harold in DC what's up Harold
6: Okay, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, just like everybody else, I'm all, always concerned when Wizards have to, to uh, rely on the draft. But I'm going to give Tommy a little bit of leeway right here. I'm hearing out there, for instance, like John Collins, Atlanta, you can get him for a couple of number twos nowadays. Um, but I'm also curious, do you think that Nunn could kind of do what Kuz got did when he got out from under uh, LeBron, he blossomed? Now, I mean, Nunn was, he wasn't was fresh in, earlier. He can play. Yeah, but I think this could be something that works out. So just want to hear what you guys think. No, appreciate
2: appreciate that, Harold. I mean, look, I, 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 if we get the 2019-20 version somehow of Kendrick Nunn, if that version blossoms again, right? Again, coming off a knee injury, you know, and playing on a team where there are just not going to be as many shots available. That's why his numbers are what they are right now. But maybe playing here and getting more shots, he can find that form again. If he does. And you can keep Nunn here, then maybe that deal works out for, for Tommy. If if Kendrick Nunn can go score 14 points a night that every night, that's going to put him ahead of what Rui was giving them in terms of production. But that's a gamble. There's a gamble that Kendrick can find that form. If he does then we're going to look at this deal a little bit differently. Well, two things.
3: Remember, he's a free agent at the end of the year, right? Of course. One, That's two. why you always acquire uh, expiring contracts. Right. Two, like, we have to always remember that not everybody coming off of a knee injury again when they come back and they play, and we see this across the board in sports. We're seeing it with Tom Wilson. We're seeing it uh, even with Nikki Backstrom for the Caps. We see it in the NBA. We we we. You know, Thomas Bryan when he came back, of course, Look at Saquon
2: Barkley now.
3: How much different, right? So, hopefully, they got, hopefully, to your point, they got the Kendrick Nunn that was, again, prior to the knee injury. But the question will be is whether they have enough time to get that Kendrick Nunn back. Yeah, true. And, quite honestly, listen, because of Beal's injuries, constant, because of still the mishmash at point guard, they need they need backcourt help more than they need front court
2: help. They do. They need people. They need basketball players. Period. Yeah. They just need good basketball players. Okay. This is a game now where we're not we don't play this game in the traditional one two three four five numbered positions That's anymore. Fair. Fair. If you get five good basketball players out there,
3: you can figure it out.
2: You can figure it out. You just need the thing where it, that kills you a little bit. Um, is rebounding depending on what that lineup looks like uh, sometimes, especially defensive rebounding. So uh, it forces you maybe to send a couple more guys to the glass, which affects your ability to get out and transition a little bit. But, you know, we, we're, we're playing a non traditional game. This isn't a game where you need Wes Unseld at the five anymore uh, to be successful. Let's go to line four. Mitch is in New Jersey. What's up, Mitch?
3: Good morning. I got two. Mitch is not paying attention. <laughs>
2: One, two, three. Bye. Let's go to line three. Tony in D.C.
6: Good morning, fellas. How you hey, doing? How Good. are you? Uh, um, I'm just fine. I'm a longtime Bullet Wizards fan. Matter of fact, when the Bullets won the championship, I was still in high school back in 78. So um, that's how far I go. I remember Jeff Malone, the B brothers, uh, Jeff Rulin and Rick Mahorn, and all of them back in the day. So uh, I go a long way. I'm like you, but I would never – I, I will keep our three, uh Porzingis, uh, and Kuzmin, because, again, we – I mean, we always seem like we get good players, then we always give them away or, for some reason. I mean, golly, we are D.C. Homer, Chicken, and Mumbo Sauce, go-go, everything. <laughs> we got – we might not be New York or L.A., but we got things going on yeah, here, man. too. That we what if we, what we gave away here? Mumbo Sauce – in a deal <laughs>
3: ten years ago, what if what what would happen if we gave away go go music and mumbo sauce? What would we be? And Ben's chili bowl while we're freaking at it, huh? What
6: the hell would hey, we hey be, man? You, you never know, <laughs> you never know, right? <laughs> I like but, it, but um, but um, but they um, Rui was not going to get resigned anyway, so they got what they can get for him and everything. So and we don't drive well. Come on, if, if, if proof is in the pudding. If we, we, if we do trade all three of them guys away and get all these draft picks, who to say we, who we going to get? Yeah. We doesn't we don't do well in the uh, draft lottery because we always wind up 9 or 10. Always wind up in the 9 or 10 range. So my thing is I keep all three or try to work it out, and let's see where it goes from there.
3: Understood. Thank you, Thank you Tony. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. You. See, here's the thing that I will just say, okay? Now, the proof is in the pudding. It's not unfair to say they don't draft well because they haven't drafted well enough i want what I wonder is, are they drafting well, but these players are not consistently developing and again, most people would say, well, then but you that's can't a- say
2: you' you can't say you're drafting well if the players aren't productive
3: you are you're, you're right ultimately the proof it, the proof in in the pudding would say you're not drafting well. I guess what I'm saying is, at the time, a lot of these picks. Now, the 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 Brown pick, the Troy Brown pick, didn't make a whole lot of sense to me at the time. But remember, they were also out on, or they they were also facing a situation with Otto Porter and who was the other guy that they had uh, that um, uh, uh, got?
2: Uh, I mean, Porter Porter oh, uh, at three, but Porter at three. You ended up giving him, again, you know, local Georgetown guy. Yeah, yeah, Remember? yeah. Ted's a Georgetown well, that guy. Was,
3: that was a, but that was a bad year to have the number three overall pick. As, as I've it said out. before, that's but correct. Who was who it? Ke- um, oh, God. Kelly uh, Oubre. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so you were going to lose Kelly Oubre. They knew they were going to lose Kelly Oubre, so they drafted Troy Brown thinking that's our next Kelly Oubre, a guy with energy off the bench. Whatever. It didn't work. Listen, again, I I can't say that they've drafted well. I I guess what I wonder is, have they drafted well at the time that they made the selection where you can make a strong argument, hey, this was the best player on the board. Now, it may not always turn out that way. See, that's how we have—I feel like that's fair to evaluate that. When the Commanders made the pick at number two to draft Chase Young— Like, sure, in hindsight, it would have been great if they would have had the foresight to draft Justin Herbert. I don't know if Justin Herbert would be as good here in Washington. As it turned out, it was a bad pick, but nobody thought it was a bad pick
2: when they made the pick. Two guys that – the only two guys that you could argue after Brown was selected, Kevin Herter, four picks later, because Kevin's obviously played – Fairly well, but again, only averaging 12 points a game. Right. He's
3: really kind of come um, into his own as a three-point shooter over the last year or so, right? You know,
2: Landry Schammett, uh as well uh, has played, you know, right now averaging uh, overall at nine, shoots 38% from yeah. three-point land. Eh. Grayson Allen. Pain in the ass. Playing all right for Milwaukee though. Okay, plays a significant role for them. Yeah, I mean, I you know, mean, watch l- him hit a clutch three the other night when Giannis underneath I the know. basket fires it out to him for a wide open. Listen, it, it's also a highly lot easier. unpopular it's player also, yeah, in the area. It's also though. a
3: lot easier to play a significant role for a team when defenses and teams are scared to death of Giannis so, or Steph Curry or way, whoever.
2: In that same draft, picked in the second round, and think about the deal he just got, Jalen Brunson. Yeah. Okay, Villanova guy. Jalen Brunson.
3: Listen, there's one of those guys every year.
2: Gary Trent Jr.
3: There's one of those guys every year that turn out to be way better than where they're drafted, way better. Usually every year, but it's really hard to find that guy.
2: So again, in that draft, the question you ask yourself: All right, they pick Troy Brown, but who selected after him? Obviously, Brunson meets the criteria. Um, maybe a Devontae Graham from Kansas and a Gary Trent Jr. All three. Certainly, Trent Jr. was much more highly thought of than Brown. Uh, and But there was a reason why Trent th- dropped into the second round. But those three have certainly far outperformed, uh, and you could argue Herter has as well, f- far outperformed what uh, Troy Brown. So it's not like there were 10 guys no, that outperformed no, Troy but, Brown. But there's no situation. way
3: you can say, no matter who behind... There's no way you can say that Troy Brown was a good draft pick. None. No. I mean, I could make an argument that the book is not complete on Denny, on even Rui, on Kispert, and on uh, Johnny Davis.
2: You're hoping it's not complete. Uh, no. You better hope no, it's not complete. But the
3: book is complete on uh, on 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 Troy Brown. He oh, stinks. Yeah. no question.
2: It, never going to be. So he's not a high highly productive right. player. Uh, let's take the break. Let's take the break. We'll come back, take a couple more calls, and then we'll make our transition over to football in the second half of the show. 301-230-0980. It's Russell and Medhurst till noon talking Wizards right here on the Team 980 streaming live for free on the Odyssey app.
7: Call
0: from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
8: Instacart knows
2: nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Hey, for once, we're talking about something other than the Commanders. News. The Wizards trading Rui Hachamore. What is it signifying? Is it signifying a start of a reload of some sort? Because we thought that was happening with Kuzma and Porzingis around Beal. Is it simply because one player is unhappy, as Rui appears to be here, and, um, you know, again, Kendrick Nunn's an expiring contract. If you get lightning in a bottle over what the last thirty some odd games, and he finds that form he had nineteen twenty, where he was NBA All Rookie, starting for the Miami Heat, starting sixty seven games a rookie for Eric Spolstra, keep that in mind. That does mean something. Mm-hmm. So, you're hoping maybe he reclaims that form. That's no guarantee, obviously. Let's go to line one. Julian's in DC. What's up, Julian?
9: Hey, man, how you doing? Uh, one of the things I wanted to point out when you guys talked about when we drafted Troy Brown Jr., I remember this draft very, very well. We needed a center. We needed a center at that time. We've always needed a center, and we've always needed a point guard since John went down. Okay, so we go with Troy Brown Jr., who I think at the time plays the three. Is that cool to say? I mean, yeah, 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 definitely a swing man. The, yeah, absolutely. Definitely a swing man. We've been drafting three since Otto Porter. The best three we have on the roster is a guy that we traded for. He's better than all the threes we drafted. We drafted yep. Otto. We drafted Kispert. We drafted uh, Denny. We can say Ruiz, maybe a three or a four. And is better than all of these guys. So we just do not draft well. We could have got Robert Williams when we drafted Troy Brown Jr. Robert yep. Williams is the pick that we needed. Went when we had Admiral Schofield, we had, Admiral Sch- we had a second-round pick if – Bo Bowl is sitting there. You want to talk about selling tickets. Manute Bowl is a bullish legend. His son is right there in the second round. And we draft Admiral Schofield, a six five power forward. We could have had a seven three guy. Okay, maybe you had to wait on him. But clearly he can do more for your team than a six five power forward. we We're not drafting well. I don't care. yeah. Maybe I kinda like I kinda like the prospect of Bill Coolz and Porzingis in theory. And if you get a good uh, point guard to set the table for them, maybe that'll be a decent team. But why are we steady chasing seven, eight speed? It doesn't matter. This team is not a championship team. If it's not a championship team, why don't we just break it down, sell it, and start over? Because, That's the only way we're going to get to where we want to go. We right. don't have a transcending talent on the roster. Un- under, understood. We don't have anybody that can go with Giannis. We don't have anybody that can go with LeBron. Un- we don't under, have anybody. Understood. That can go with
3: Julian, I understand your point, but as I've said a couple of times this morning, you, in order to do what you want them to do, they have to hit not only the reset button, but they have to hit the blow-up button and, again, be willing to say, we're going to win 12 games, 13 games, whatever it is, for two to three years and hope that we get everything right in terms of the picks, the right players in the right year, the lottery, all that, and then hope that those guys can stay healthy,
9: listen, listen and to that this. they develop—that's a you lot of a, hoping. If, if we get, if we draft the right player, I don't think the team or the city is going to care that they suck until the guy gets better. If he's the right guy, what if, what if he? What trans- if he well, yeah, what if talent. he's?
3: But what if he's not the right guy? There's no guarantee. We, Again, we've talked we, about this. They had the number three pick and they got Otto Porter.
9: Yeah, and we had the number one pick and we got Kwame Brown. I understand, so understand let's that. Talk about what we're doing. I understand let's that. Talk so about what? We're 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 just not a good drafting
3: team. Well, uh, you know, but l- listen, the, it made sense to draft John. Made it. it made sense to draft John Wall one one. It made sense to draft Bradley Beal
9: uh, three three. The only ones we hit are the guarantees. We haven't picked a guy. We haven't. I don't draft, know. We haven't doubted a guy. Yeah. And he, all he wants to get is West Coast guys and European guys. And I don't want to be disrespectful, but where is the dog? Who's the dog on the roster? Who's the guy? Who's got the heart? Who's the heart of the team? There's nobody it. but heart on the team. I hear people he just want to leave. Ku's got here. Ku's been here for half a year. He's already by far the most popular player on the team. I, by far I, is Kyle Kuzma. He's already the most popular player on the team. You can't even get a jersey.
6: Yep. So I, I hear. You.
9: We got to get. We got. Think we, about, need, we need a guy. Yep. We need a guy. We don't have a guy. Julian, even appreciate you, it. Even if you look at Orlando. Right.
2: Pre- appreciate the call. Yeah. Julie,
3: Julian makes some strong points. Think about this. So. Think about
2: this. And, and again, we can talk about analytics till we're purple in the face. Brandon Clark, who was picked out of Gonzaga in the same draft as Rui Hachimura. Rui went at 9, Clark went at 21. In that draft, that included that included Zion Williamson. That included Ja Morant at the top 2. Okay? In terms of win shares, if you like that as an analytic, Brandon Clark has the highest win share in that draft at 18.7. For production, obviously, uh, that determines wind share. Morant is second at 17.8. And in that draft, how about this, boys and girls, picked in the second round at number 38, currently playing for your Washington Wizards in the same draft that Admiral Schofield and Bol Bol are playing in. Bol Bol's wind share right now is 2.3. Okay, he's averaging 6.7 points, 3.6 rebounds. So, you know, you watch a couple of those bowl bowl highlights and you think that's what he's doing all the time. It's not quite what he's doing all the time. I need a bowl bowl. Daniel Gafford. You have a bowl of something right there in front of you.
3: It's uh Rachel Ray tomato soup in a cup.
2: <gasps> uh, so, just saying. I mean, I those like are you. those are uh Terrence Mann, uh 12.5 win share, Nick Claxton playing uh, very well for Brooklyn right now, 11, uh, point, uh, 11.0 win share. So talking about different guys and what they're contributing, and I'm just saying Tyler Hero was in that 19 draft that was picked after Rui. Imagine if Tyler Hero was on this team. Yeah. I mean, but he would be playing the same as Beal, so that's why you don't take it. Right. There's you don't take all it. sorts of reasons
3: why you don't take certain guys, and sometimes you screw up. Sometimes, quite honestly, you screw up. Yeah. And they probably screwed up more than I'm saying they have. I would just say that the book is not complete on some of the guys that so far have been a bit disappointing. And the one definitive one in recent years that I know they screwed up on. Again, is Troy Brown that that's definitive? And then the ironic point.
2: thing is, is after they picked uh, they picked Troy Brown after not having picks at all in sixteen and seventeen, yeah. they had no draft picks in sixteen yeah. and seventeen, so they went two full years without uh, making a draft pick. Let's and
3: remember, that wasn't all Tommy. That was uh, I mean that was Ernie with yeah. Tommy underneath. Right, but you know Ernie was
2: leading the show. Let's go to line two, Roberto nine eighty. What's up, Roberto?
3: you guys what's going on what's up roberto uh,
6: i'm here thinking about how many times this organization the wizards slash bullets have drafted talent that got developed elsewhere in terms of too many to too, too many to count uh bobby potter's uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 uh uh javel mcgee well Jor- Jor- <laughs> yeah
3: jordan clarkson who who pete mentioned earlier uh i mean listen i i mean there are guys that were drafted elsewhere came here uh somebody pointed this out uh on twitter I forget who uh that were drafted elsewhere came here and and now are are back there where they were dra- like Thomas Bryant drafted by the Lakers came here was starting to like angle in the right direction rips up his knee comes back unfortunately as a couple of months before they got to make a decision on a contract and they uh-huh. had to go with Daniel get you know so i i mean listen they have made some moves that have not worked out ultimately. Yeah, but so are the, the Lakers, the, Lakers the, winning Are the Lakers no. winning any games? No, though, well, that's, uh, well, that's the other problem. <laughs> I mean, every you know, I mean, you just were doing win shares and this, that, and the other thing. I mean, listen, you can make an argument. You can make an argument that even though these guys have been better individual players than they were here, or man, it would be nice if I can get a player that's averaging 15.8 points. Yeah, it would be nice. But are they part of a winning organization? Or are they the beneficiary? Of not having enough talent around them, so they get more minutes than they probably should, and they're playing well, in non-important true, true. games. Uh,
6: that's that's the main problem with the Wizards, is because we always have the guys, be, you know, ahead of the guys not producing, but they have to get minutes because of their paycheck.
2: No, so uh, that's it's, but it's, Roberto, that's the that, that welcome to the NBA though.
6: Well, I mean,
7: well, you know yeah, that that's true. That that's that's, that's true. So I mean.
6: Hey, Rui was a part-time player uh, anyway because he always had a little issue. And like you're pulling that out, he was unhappy here. So goodbye. Oh, we having plenty of those. Yeah, we got plenty. Yeah, uh, here, here's what I said: Don't let position. the door
3: hit you in the ass. You know, I mean, if we exactly. didn't want to, if we <laughs> didn't want to be here, that's fine. Congratulations, go bye somewhere bye, else. Baby. Be in La La Land, be in Hollywood, where you're probably driving around in more traffic than you are here, and go and score oh, 14 points a game. From there though. yeah, go and score 14 points a game on a, you know on on an eighth seed Lakers team if they're <laughs> even that.
2: Thanks, Roberto. Yeah, Appreciate good. you, pal. Oops, sorry, let's go to line five. Ron's in Fort Washington. What's up, Ron?
7: Hey, how's it going? Hey Ron. Hey look, uh, you know, letting Rui go is it's not the the worst of all. Um, but he was one of our better three point shooters to be be quite honest. And I wanna know this. Why do we have a G League team and we don't pull the players up from there other than this the one guy, uh uh what's his name? the, the guard? Uh, defense? Yeah, I know who you're like talking J- Jordan about. Goodwin. Yeah, Jordan Goodwin. Jordan Goodwin. Jordan Goodwin. Well, he's, he's great, but there's some other players, man. Like that guy, Carey. When I watch the G League game, and this guy is just awesome.
3: Yeah, but but he's, remember like- again, re- remember again. Now, sometimes you're going to get lucky, but. Remember, it's the same argument for the NFL preseason when Sam Howell's ripping it up against third stringers and fourth stringers. You got to put everything into context. Sometimes that ascent continues. Sometimes you get exposed when you play against the very best of the best. It it, it, it it's a crapshoot. Everything is a crapshoot. I hate to boil it down as as elementary as that, but. It is, and hopefully, hopefully the G League team is where Johnny Davis gets to develop without making mistakes on the pro level, and ultimately becomes what they thought he would come out of Wisconsin when he clearly was not a finished product, and he's clearly a, a, a he, he was a very good college player, but he's a raw NBA player. Hopefully, you develop in that Why in they- that forum, and then you take that next step.
7: Well, look, why is it that this coach doesn't pull some of those players off the bench? He's sort of – there's a few of them that are down there in the in the G League. Uh, I, I just don't understand that. I've watched some of those guys play. They play just as good as, as some of the know, guys it. that we have at starters. I know, but you're, like, you're, you're completely missing that, the Eric. point. Yeah, I, I hear you. I
3: appreciate the passion and the frustration, what? but you're completely missing the point. Just because you play well in the G League does not mean that you are going to be a – yeah. Consistent I mean, 15, 20-minute game I
2: contributor. I when I went – because when my guy Jason Krafton, who's coaching at UMES now, he was an assistant on the Delaware Bluecoats. I knew Shake Milton was going to get into the NBA at some point. Uh, he was on that team at the time, came in here into uh, the, the entertainment and Sports Arena – and really tore up the go-go that night. He was impressive to watch. You knew he was eventually going to get his way onto an NBA roster, and he's proven to be a productive player for Philadelphia. I think the guy he's talking about is NBA veteran Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn's played in the NBA. He's twenty-eight. Yeah, um, terrific. Always been had a great reputation as a terrific defensive guard. Uh, but you've got that player already in Delon Wright. So I don't know if you I don't know if you want to implement two guys that do the same thing maybe you could have them on the court late in the fourth quarter in the right half court situations to try and lock down defensively uh you know Chris is i think 6-3ish uh so you could have him in right at the out there in a late game late possession situation play offense defense in the fourth uh Chris is not a guy that's going to light it up offensively for you but always been a very capable defender uh that's why you you like him but i've talked about Jordan Goodwin all year when they've given him minutes, Jordan Goodwin's been a productive player, certainly from a scoring standpoint. Right. He's been able to get uh, active offensively. The question is, can he prove himself uh, enough at the defensive end in the NBA? And not every player, again,
3: does what Jordan Goodwin does when he gets that opportunity. Not every player. Uh, many of them don't, quite honestly.
2: 301 230 We'll take the break. We'll wipe out the last few calls, and then we'll transition to the NFL at 11. So if you want to get into the Wizards now, do it now. We'll get you in this final segment, and then we'll move to uh, the NFL. And the 11 o'clock has been an awesome two hours keeping you engaged on the Wizards. Want to give you an opportunity to weigh in right here on the home of the Wizards. The Team 980 streaming live for free. The Rooster has What's Trending.
3: All right, it is National Compliment Day, Twitter tells me. So we're going to pay the Wizards a compliment. They've won two in a row. They look for three in a row tonight against the Dallas Mavericks. Not going to be easy. Start of a five-game road trip right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app coverage at 815. Tipped just after 830 from Dallas. Now, of course, no Rui Achimora as part of the trade, as we've been talking about uh, all morning. No word on Kendrick Nunn yet. And more importantly, Kristaps Porzingis, not going to play against his former team, the Dallas Mavericks, Tonight, because he is week to week with a sprained ankle, certainly going to be a very difficult task tonight for Wes Unsell Jr. and the Wiz. Meanwhile, the commander's interviewing Rams assistant head coach, tight ends coach Thomas Brown today. That makes a total of five public candidates that have actually interviewed for the job. Thinking about the Cowboys and what kind of changes they might make, well... One might be made for them. Offensive coordinator Kellen Moore interviewing for the Panthers' head coaching job today. Bill O'Brien leaving Alabama, going back to New England as their offensive coordinator. And the Angels from Major League Baseball and Artie Moreno not going to be sold. Moreno releasing a statement saying he's had a change of heart citing unfinished business. And that's what's trending.
2: All right, I'm going to finish up this Wizards segment now. We've been done, at it for two hours. Let's get you in, get in and get out so we can move on to the final hour of the show. It's been great to talk Wizards with you. We should do it more. Let's go to line three. Jeff is in Vienna. What's up, Jeff? Hey, guys. I think Artie Moreno's change of heart probably has to do with lowball bidders more than anything else.
3: Well, um, y- yes. Would, would be, y- yes. Would be. Yes, uh, but that's why, I, as I'm, you know... Uh, I think I I mentioned it at some point, or maybe I was thinking about it, but I didn't want to totally stick the knife in. That's why I always worry about this whole Dan Snyder thing, Uh, because if he's not getting the bitters and we don't know about this Jeff Bezos thing, that's why we haven't made as big of a deal out of it, because it seems very fishy and and it's been roundly shot down. If they can't get the bidders, because remember they lied to Forbes and Forbes bit hook, line, and sinker about the well north of seven billion, this, that, and the other thing. If they can't get the money that they want, they might just say, you know what, screw it, let's tempt fate and let's see if they have the balls to to vote us out. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. I haven't followed the NBA for over thirty years, but to me, a twenty twenty-eight and a twenty twenty-nine second-round pick. Aren't worth anything. So it's just a total salary dump, right?
2: Well, I mean, you're you're moving a player you're moving a player for something. Well, they okay? got a twenty
3: twenty-three second round. They got a twenty three
2: second round yeah. pick, but you know, Kendrick Nunn and I Chris and I were just talking about it in the break. Kendrick Nunn has a player option for the following season at ten uh at five five and a half million. Um uh, now if he finds a little bit of that form that he saw in Miami, if you're the Wizards, you might want to hang on uh to him going forward uh if he doesn't then he has a player option he can opt out and you're probably not hurt uh either way so it it keeps some space open for you but if none does find some form here and 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 maybe you kind of coerce him into taking that player option uh and he plays well again for you next year then you maybe you turn him into something because he was he was averaging over 40 minutes a game with Miami in those first two years before the knee injury so uh, I, I think it's an intriguing, I think it's an intriguing return for a guy that clearly did not want to be here anymore with this franchise. Yeah, I don't think it's as bad of a return yeah. as, as others, so I'm with you.
3: Well, I I, I trust your guys' judgment on it because I don't know anything about the NBA, but Pete, I found your Gonzaga points to be pretty interesting all in all. Appreciate yeah. you, Jeff. Thank you, pal. As yep. always, good to hear from you. Uh, the, the overall point about Gonzaga, again, you can play Gonzaga. You can play, you know, for the Blue Blood College programs, right, North Carolina, Duke, Kansas. Uh, you can play in the best conference in the world, ACC, all that stuff. Pete, it doesn't guarantee anything.
2: No, and but, that's my, but that was the point I made, and you, I thought, brought up an, an excellent associate point to that in the fact that if you're playing at Kentucky – if you're playing at duke if you're playing at north carolina every single night every single night you're going up against dudes mm-hmm. okay at gonzaga that is not the case yeah. no matter no matter how hard mark few mm-hmm. goes out and tries to schedule in november and december okay you can't in the conference basically you can't make up for the pepperdines of the world who've San not Francisco. been very strong. San Francisco's been okay. Yeah, they have. St. Mary's has always been yeah, their rival. St. Mary's is always. And finished. Gonzaga did get dumped by Loyola Marymount here a week yeah. and a half ago. Yep. So, but again, I I look at all, I went down all of those guys, all 11 first round picks that Gonzaga's had there. And outside of Brandon Clark, nobody's, nobody's giving you significant win shares, nobody's giving you a, a significant. Franchise-changing contribution out of that Gonzaga program. It's not just Rui. It's not just Rui. It's others as well. So uh, maybe we're looking at a point where you're getting guys that are working in a great program, and they're just they just happen to be good college players in a great program. Jay and DC, you get the last word on this. Go ahead, Jay.
8: All right. How you fellas doing? What's awesome. up, Jay? Good, good. So th- let me. I'm gonna start with this. You had John. We had John. If you go back and look at the trade, we had John Wall and two ones. To me, my opinion is that's where the franchise went all the way south. We w- we took John Wesley and Singletary. If you look at that draft, we passed on generational talent that could have went with John Wall. I'm talking about Kawhi Leonard's and and Klay Thompson's and John and Jimmy Butler's. We had two picks in that draft. That's where the franchise has yet to recover from that draft. If we'd have, if we have drafted correctly in that draft, we'd be sitting here right now competing year after year, even without John Wall. But we 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 messed that draft up, and we've yet to recover from that draft. Do you, know, That's more than do, you do you
2: remember who they took with their second pick in the first round that year?
8: Chris Singleton, Singleton. Right before Jimmy Butler and Klay Thompson went. If you go look at the draft, we took Jan Vesley right before Kawhi Leonard. Oh, I'm, um, I'm, we took, we're aware of that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, we then we took Chris Singleton before Clay Thompson and Jimmy Butler. Yeah, listen,
3: I mean, the only thing I can say to defend the organization is that was an Ernie Grunfeld decision. Yeah, and not a Tommy Shepard decision, but I don't well, know. I got what, you
8: on that, but I'm saying know, it hurt the franchise yeah. for years to come, and we we've yet to recover from that draft. No, nope, it's one hundred percent. That was a draft. draft
2: much opinion. You're you're exactly right. That was a draft that, following that year of John, could have really set you up for years years of terrific basketball uh, going forward. I mean, here's That's between great. between Vesely and Singleton. Okay, uh, Bismack Biyombo, Kemba Walker, Clay Thompson. Markeith yes. Markeith Morris, Marcus Morris, Kawhi Leonard and uh, Nikola Vucevic. I mean, I, I mean that's the, all those guys between Jan and Chris Singleton. So, what yeah. I think
3: I've learned most over the last 2 2 hours is this. There's a lot of crappy basketball players. <laughs> I mean that's the biggest that's the biggest takeaway. And it ain't, and they don't don't just play for the Wizards, guys. And,
2: and think about this. Think about this. They had two picks in the John Wall year as yeah. well. And at the end of the first round, at the end of the first round, ahead of guys like Hassan Whiteside, Lance Stevenson, they picked Lazar Haywood. And Hayward played three years in the NBA. 301, Awesome two hours on the Wizards. Appreciate all of the phone calls. Very intelligent basketball talk. Let's hope that things start to progress forward because, again, the last thing you want in your midst is an employee that doesn't want to be there. And if Rui wasn't all in, then you have to get him out. Tommy Shepard did that yesterday. 301-230-0980. Who are the guys interviewing this week for the OC position and some of the connections that they may have. We'll give you the information coming up next right here on the Team 980 streaming live for free on the Odyssey app.
1: (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.